Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, everyone. It's Takuyi here. And I'm Gabby. And we are the hosts of History of Everything, a podcast which you can probably guess by the name is, well, I mean, it's about everything. Do you want to know why people thought potatoes were evil and would give you syphilis? Are you curious about all the stories of the terrible and stupid ways that people have kicked the bucket over the years? Do you want to hear tales about all of the different badasses of history and the lives that they had brought to life? Well, if so, then look no further. History of Everything is just the right podcast for you. It's available on Spotify, Pandora, and anywhere else that you get your podcast from. Join us for some fun and just see how weird and wacky history can be. Well, this ought to be really interesting, the second edition of the Inbox of Oddities. We're in a hotel room outside of the Orlando airport. We thought it would be fun to maybe record this in the bar, but... Uh, they were, were blasting the buggles. Video killed the radio star. And don't get me wrong, I love that song, but I don't want to get sued for copyright infringement. No, thanks. Uh, also, they had like eight different sporting activities on eight different TVs at maximum volume. So we're in the room. However, there is a, a, a little bit of an air conditioning sound. So apologies. What are you drinking? A Sweetwater Hazy IPA. What do you have? The OG Sweetwater IPA. Oh. It says, don't float the mainstream. More like lame stream. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks for joining us for this, the second edition of the Inbox of Oddities. We share your emails, some of your uh, social media posts and messages, and uh, any stories that you want to record and send in to curator at theboxofoddities.com. We just had a really cool submission uh, sent to us, but uh, we didn't get it edited in time. So that's for next time. If you would like to record a story in your voice on your phone and email it to us, you could be a part of the Inbox of Oddities too. Olivia wrote, Hey, Kat and JG, I've been a listener for almost six years, but this is the first time I've reached out. I love your show. You guys are always so sweet and fun, and I really, truly enjoy listening. I got really behind, so I've been binging for the past few months-ish. I'm so sorry to hear about your sweet doggy. I know how difficult it is to lose a family member that's so important. And we appreciate that. I finally got to box 608, where Kat talked about the Acabadora which led to a bit about assisted death. I'm a junior in high school, and I'm currently writing a research paper on assisted death in the U.S. and the potential manipulation slash misinformation surrounding some of the programs. The goal is to determine if terminal patients are being misled into a peaceful death, and if so, if their deaths are really as calm and peaceful as advertised since some assisted death formulas have been linked to fluid-filled lungs and death row executions and icky things like that. Mm. I've been working on it for over a semester now, and the presentation is this weekend. I'm nervous, but I suppose I'll be all right once it's over. 
Anyway, just wanted to reach out and let you guys know how much I look up to you. Oh, you guys are so brave and wonderfully odd. And especially lately, you've given me some confidence I haven't had in a long time. Your show is one of my favorite parts of the day. And I love you guys so much. Mm-hmm. Olivia, heart emoji. Thanks, Olivia. Heart emoji right back. Heart emoji. Jess sent us a me. A me mail. A me mail. I guess it was to me. Mm-hmm. Sort of. It's just not a very encouraging way to start a sentence. <laughs> Jess sent an email. Hello there. My name is Jess, and I am late, but I am listening to the Box of Oddities. Jess said, you're talking about growing a new ear on your forearm, and I had to share this story with you. When my dad, who has passed away, was about 16, he was in a terrible car accident. The impact was so hard that his seatbelt broke loose and he went through the windshield. He lost all of his front teeth and all the skin above his left eye. No eyelid, no eyebrow. This was 1979. The doctors decided to take a square of skin from his chest and sew it onto his face. Wow. The pics of his face afterwards are very Frankenstein-esque. However, it healed really well. Witchcraft, question mark? (laughs) Luck, question mark? Anyway, I can't find the pic of him after the wreck, but I have some of him later in life where you can see the eyebrow is a bit sparse, lol. So yay for weird, amazing bodies, I guess. And here is the picture. Holy crap. I know, it looks so regular eyebrow-y. I mean, a little, yeah, sparse for sure. But you have a sparse eyebrow. I do. And that uh, that was the result of a uh, beer-fueled evening. That tracks. When I was 16 and playing Frisbee in the parking lot at 3 in the morning. And it seems as though the little pipes that they use to fill up the diesel tanks with are right about eyebrow height. In the last Inbox of Oddities, we talked a little bit about uh, some of the after-death experiences that people have had. Well, experiences with people that they know and loved that had passed and then came to them in dreams. Alarok, who is one of the members of the Order of Freaks, uh, sent this message. The dreams of loved ones visiting us are amazing. My dad passed when I was 14, and every so often he visits my dreams. First time, he was packing his stuff up from the house and wanted to properly say goodbye. Mm -hmm. He died overseas, and I begged him to stay, but he couldn't. In college, he came back in a dream, and we were having coffee, and he said, Stop it with all the boys. (laughs) (laughs) Since I was dating around a lot. They're with us. They love us. The physical plane can truly be so limiting. Josh Vidmer, who is an author that just happens to be a listener of the Box of Oddities, it's wild anyway, sent us a message on Patreon. So I'm listening to the one from the other day about the guy who was killed by the beaver, and I figured I'd share this. I review hazard mitigation plans from all over the country. Think planning on how to reduce risks from things like floods, fires, tornadoes, etc., Usually the hazards we see profiled in plans are weather or geology related, but we do occasionally see others. Some animal hazards I've seen over the years once. Beaver dams, because they can cause flooding. Mm-hmm. Moose strikes. Yeah. Yeah, we just got back from Maine and uh, that's been very much on our mind. And my personal favorite from just a few weeks ago, problematic squirrels. Does he explain? No. 
<laughs> no details, just problematic squirrels. That's uh, very Josh. He continued with, I'll let you speculate on what the issues were with them. <laughs> Thanks, Josh. Curator at theboxofoddities.com. Uh, Reed says, uh, well, shared this story. My younger sister and her then-husband went to Germany one year to visit his parents and attend Oktoberfest. My sister is an extremely beautiful woman, and she'd gotten herself a full, authentic dirndl dress and had worn it when they went out. She looked exactly like the St. Pauli girl. (laughs) (laughs) She also is a bit of a savant when it comes to languages. At last count, my sister speaks at least seven. A polyglot. Fluently, including Spanish, Hindi, and most importantly for this story, Bavarian German. I've started learning German. It's not going well. My sister had gone to the concession stand to buy some fresh steins of beer for their table and was carrying them back when a family, apparently from the U.S. Midwest, based on their accent, walked up to her and and the father shouted, Can we take your picture? While waving his camera so she'd understand what he was asking. (laughs) So what was my sister to do? She put on her biggest smile and said, Ja, sure with as thick a Bavarian accent as she could possibly layer in, and holds up the beer steins so they're in the shot. And now, years later, we figure that somewhere in the Midwest, there's a family who pulls out their photo album every so often and talks about the pretty German Stein girl who let them take their picture at Oktoberfest. Who is actually your sister from, like, Nevada? Doesn't say, but yeah, wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't be surprised. I love it. Again, we love it when you send us your voice telling us your stories. Hi, Kat and JG. Um, This is Rachel from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I've been going back and forth about sending this to you guys. Um, But you know what? Let's get spoopy in here. This is actually my mom's story from when I was probably like four or five months old. I'm not sure. Um, I have a sister who's about 18 months older than me, so she probably would have been almost two at the time. She was an overnight nurse. My dad was at work and she was watching us while we were playing, doing what infants and toddlers do. And she must have fallen asleep because again, nursing with two kids under the age of two was not conducive to a good sleep cycle. No one was home, so we were just doing our thing. And my mom says that she was sleeping and having like fine dreams or whatever. And something told her, wake up. Of course, she was home alone. So it like startled her awake just to find that my older sister was deciding to go and play horsey on me and almost sat on my neck, which at the age I was probably would have killed me. She got up just in time to grab my sister, take her off of me. And then as soon as my dad walked home, he handed her the kids and went to bed. She's always believed in guardian angels. She's always believed in higher powers. And she says that somebody was looking out for me that day because I definitely would have died because she was not the smallest of toddlers and would have landed right on my neck. So not sure if that counts as a spoopy story for everybody, but my mom loves to tell it whenever um, the supernatural comes along. I hope you all have a good one. This message is sponsored by Greenlight. You know, as your kids get older, there are some things about parenting that gets easier. I remember once hearing my sister tell my little niece, if you put your pants on, I'll give you some fresca. And when kids can start to reason that they get something if they do something right, it's a lot easier to manage them. 
Having that conversation about money with your kids, that's not the easiest thing in the world. Fact is, kids won't really know how to manage their money until they're actually in charge of it, and that's where Greenlight can help. Greenlight is a debit card and money app made just for families. Parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on the kids' spending and savings, while kids and teens build money confidence and lifelong financial literacy skills. Your kids will learn how to save, invest, and spend wisely thanks to the games that teach kids skills in a fun, accessible way. When I was a kid, I had expected chores, and then I had bonus chores. And bonus chores were where I earned money. And so if you're thinking like, hey, my kids should be doing stuff around the house. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. But maybe there's extra ways that they can learn how to be a successful financial money person. What was one of the bonus chores that you had to do? (sighs) Rub my mom's feet. And what did that pay? I don't know, like a quarter or something. Millions of parents and kids are learning about money on Greenlight. It's the easy, convenient way for parents to raise financially smart kids and families to navigate their life together. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com slash oddities. That's greenlight.com slash oddities to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash oddities. I've got to tell you, the longer we've had our Aura Frame, the more I love it. I have kids, and they live about 3,000 miles away, and my daughter is expecting a child, and she has been sending me updates on her baby bump through the Aura Frame. And since I can't be there to experience it with her, it's the next best thing. And speaking of mothers, if you're looking for the perfect gift to celebrate your mom in your life... Aura Frames are beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames. It allows you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and super easy to share photos with the Aura app. And here's the thing, if you're giving Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. We love Aura Frames and living so far away from family, thanks to Aura, it's the next best thing. It's like, it's like almost being there. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Box of Oddities freaks can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code Oddities at checkout to save. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com and use code Oddities at checkout and you will save thanks aura frames for bringing my family a little bit closer we got this email from bunny so back when i was living in kansas in 2013 i was a manager at a fast food place we just hired this new guy i started chatting with him and he says he just moved there from milwaukee okay cool we talk a little bit more and i tell him that i'm going to go to a gay bar that weekend to let off some steam he tells me that's not really his scene and i ask him why not he tells me that jeffrey dahmer killed his older brother oh no now this was before any of the netflix shows and honestly before i really got into true crime i didn't know too much about it and i can't remember my co-worker's first name. Shame on me. But I do know that his last name was Lindsay. His brother was Errol Lindsay, the first person that Dahmer drilled a hole into. Oh my God. My co-worker said that his family pretty much fell apart after everything happened. He said he was real disappointed when Dahmer was killed in prison because he wanted to be that person to get a hold of him. 
My coworker is a really nice dude, and I hope that he's doing all right, especially with all the new shows being so popular. That has to be so rough for him. Anyways, thank you for letting me write in. I've been a fan for a minute. I hope my email gets to be read. Please be sure to say my name. JG has the best radio voice. Oh, okay, I'll make sure that you say the name. <clears throat> Bernadette Reinhardt. She, her, or should I say Bernadette Reinhardt. She, her. I would go stronger on the end of Reinhardt. Bernadette Reinhardt. Reinhardt. Reinhardt, hard. Bernadette. Bernadette. Oh, one of my favorite songs of all time. What is the that lead singer's name? Levi Stubbs. Ah, yes. But could you say it, you know, in your radio voice? Levi Stubbs. <laughs> in a world where Levi Stubbs sings Bernadette. The way he pleads Bernadette after that short break, like he comes back and it's just like. Mm. Do you know what I'm talking about? I was reassured, by the way, in that email that my voice is great, too. Well, yes, yeah. Do you think that they meant Levi Stubbs? <laughs> no. No? Um, <laughs> Becky sent an email. Hey, y'all, forgive me for geeking out, but I uh, totally feel like you guys are family. Oh, mm-hmm. I know, kind of creepy, kind no. of endearing. Uh, story of my life. I wanted to send you some information Uh, from my former foreign exchange daughter who is in Sardinia. (gasps) I asked her about the Femina Acabadora, and she is very familiar with this. I'm forwarding you what she said about it. I've been very fortunate to have visited her, and the island is incredible. If you ever get a chance to go, it's an amazing place, and the people are wonderful. Below is what she said. So the most famous book about the figure is written by Mikola Mergia. I found it in its English version. Uh, she was the best Sardinian writer, a very feminist one, and she unfortunately died last year from cancer. Yeah. She was my mom's age, so very young. The books tell a story of a girl living in a Sardinian village who hides her job, which is being an acabadora. Acabadora comes from the Sardinian acabador that means to finish, to end. Basically, there is not historical proof that some women were doing this, but it might be the church hiding it because of ethical reasons. Many say it was a story to scare people. Others claim it was reality. In any case, it was a sort of creepy euthanasia. When a person was too sick or too old, considering that in small Sardinian central town hospitals and doctors were not too accessible, a woman was called and she was asked to kill the sick person by suffocation or with a big stick. I'll send you a picture, which she did. Mm. Nobody but everyone knew who the Akabadara was. Ah. Others say it was just a woman who would keep company with the sick person, but as I said, they might have covered the true reality for religious reasons. It was more popular in central Sardinian area where witchcraft is kind of more diffused. We do not really have witchcraft as Salem witches or as African regions. Uh, It was mostly a way to send curses in the opposite good wishes. Yay! 
Other times, it's done by feeling jealousy toward another. If a woman especially feels jealousy toward you, or if she envies you, she might send you bad wishes and curse you, even though it is not really intentional from their side. I honestly believe in this Sardinian witchcraft theory because most of the times, it came out to be true. I also think Abacadora really existed, but church is too hypocritical to admit it. I also support euthanasia, so I don't think it was the worst idea considering how many people might have suffered without the proper medications that were inaccessible at the time. And it's signed Elena. And then Becky goes on to say, as a side note, I want to thank you both for getting me through the worst times of my life. I lost my dad and sister in 2020 and left my ex. I packed up and moved from Chicago to Houston in 2023. My life's been challenging, to say the least, and you've been there, even if you don't know it. Thank you for taking the time to read this. Stay freaky, and I love you both. Thank you for taking us with you. We love a good road trip. Cassie sent us an email. I would like to submit the story of a local legend named Richard Bebo Russell, or as he is known now. Wait, Sky King? Sky King. Oh my God. A folk hero for the common human, someone who struggled with mental health. I believe mental health is something most of us have fought with or continue to fight. And I hope this story can help raise awareness and maybe encourage others not only show kindness, but also compassion for those around them. Inside each of us is a whole world others can't see, and it's so important to remember this. I've been a fan since day one, not only of Box, but of the shallow end as well. Please continue being kick-ass humans, and I look forward to hearing more in the future. I know this story. Well, just that is terrifying. Yeah. We'll get into more details on that in an upcoming episode. Thank you so much for sharing. And we would love to hear from you if you've got, uh, well, just, you know, any comments or a story or whatever. We, we love hearing from you. On my phone, I can scroll all the way to the right-hand side, go to app library, and I have an app called Voice Memo, and that just came on my iPhone, so I didn't have to download anything special. I just record my voice directly into it, and then you can add that as an attachment to an email. That is a down and dirty on how to get us your stories. And again, the email address, curator at theboxofoddities.com. Bonus points if they're actually down and dirty. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Until then, keep flying that freak flag. Fly proudly, you beautiful freak. And so, let it be known that the Box of Oddities belongs to you, and its fate is in your hands. We wish to offer our deeply felt gratitude and appreciation for your patronage. TheBoxOfOddities.com Copyright 2024. All rights reserved. If you like this podcast, can we recommend another one? It's called Big Picture Science. You can hear it wherever you get your podcasts, and its name tells part of the story. The big picture questions and the most interesting research in science. Seth and I are the hosts. Seth is a scientist. I am Molly, and I'm a science journalist. And we talk to people smarter than us, and we have fun along the way. The show is called Big Picture Science, and as Seth said, you can hear it wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you.
love history but hate when it's stuffy and boring? Well look no further and join me, Katie Charlwood, your friend the neighborhood social scientist and reader of books, as I delve into unsolved historical mysteries, murders by gaslight, and of course, women who have been misrepresented through all time. On Who Did What Now, the history podcast that's not your history class. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.